Dots. I'm Dr. Latifah. I'm the host of the Money Fit MD podcast. This is where we help badass women physicians just like you learn simple and effective tools to build wealth from the inside out. That way we can create wealth and bigger impact without all the burnout. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode with your money and wealth coach, Dr. Latifa. How are you guys doing today? I hope you are doing fantastic. Um, wherever you are listening to this right now, I am recording this in Malaysia. Um, yes, I'm wearing a little, not a sweatshirt per se, but I'm wearing a thing here because I'm indoors and it is chilly because we have the AC on. However, outside it is pretty warm, but it's been so good exploring this country. Uh, just a lot of gratitude for the humans that have showed us so much kindness while we're traveling with our family here. But I want to know how are you doing? How was Thanksgiving? If you're someone that celebrates that, and if you don't celebrate that, how has your November been? I really would like to know. So send me a message on Facebook or on Instagram. Let me know how you're doing. I have um excellent <laughs> episode for you guys today. And it is going to be so, so helpful for so many of you. And the reason why I'm recording this is because this stuff has come up so many times with many people that I've coached. And actually, big shout out to Dr. K that sent me a message and said, can you please talk about this on your podcast? So you know where you are. I'm giving you a shout out. And this episode is for you. And, you know, if you guys are listening and there's something that you wish I could talk about on the podcast, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at MoneyFitMD or Dr. Latifah Akintade. Find me in there, send me a message, and if it sounds like something that's appropriate that I can give you knowledge about, I would love to share that on the podcast. And if I don't know anything about it, I'm always happy to have, you know, someone come talk to me about it on the podcast. But anyway, so I hope you guys are doing okay. Before I dig into today's episode, though, I wanted to make sure that you guys are aware that our in-person gathering for 2024 is now open for registration. You're like, what are you talking about? Well, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's probably because you're not in my email community, or maybe it's gone to your promotion basket. But we are having our first money and wealth event. It's our gathering next year, May of 2024, May 17th to 19th. And it is going to be powerful. It's going to be happening in Atlanta. This is not a large conference. I don't love large conference. I feel like sometimes people get lost. I get lost in that. Uh, so this is like a good size, intimate gathering where we're going to be meeting together for three days. We will be learning a lot of stuff, but more so than that, we're going to be expanding your network. You're going to be building, expanding community, and there's going to be opportunities for you to get coach life in person. And guys, if you've never been to an in-person event, absolutely, absolutely, you have to. But even if you've been to in-person events, this one is going to be different. It's going to be powerful. And I cannot wait. It's not going to be education or teaching overload. There is going to be knowledge for sure. There's going to be learning strategies. Um, but even there's going to be time for integration, time for you to just like settle in into this wealthy you which is what we call in the conference. It's the Wealthy You Conference, or not a conference, excuse me, Wealthy You Gathering. Um, we're so conditioned to like conferences. I have to like correct myself all the time because I do not like conferences. So anyways, if you have not signed up yet, or if you want to learn more about it, it's for women physicians only, go to moneyfitmd.com 
forward slash WYC. So like NYC, like New York City, but instead of N, it's a W. So WYC, wealthy U, C. Uh, so WYC. Yeah. So go check it out. I would love to see if you have any questions, message me on Instagram or Facebook and either myself or someone on my team will make sure we get back to you. But I want to make sure that if you're a woman physician, that this is something that you want, you do not miss out on it. So the early bird is out. We actually released the ticket the day after Thanksgiving and guys we had like a flash Thanksgiving sale within 30 minutes it was gone and the early bird ticket is going down as well we have a finite number that we can do so if that number if we meet that number goal we're gonna have to cap everything so please 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 if this sounds like if you've been like Latifah this is what my soul needs I need this don't snooze get with it I cannot wait to see you go to the website moneyfeedmd.com forward slash wyc you can send me a message on Instagram or Facebook and just say event and we'll make sure that you get it, okay? All right, so back to what we're talking about today. The topic we're discussing is for you guys that are feeling broke even when you're not. Feeling broke even when you're not. So this may sound odd to some people. Like, how do you feel broke if you're not? Like, I don't even expect you to know that this is what may be going on with you. But it's something that comes up so often that I've coached so many women physicians on. So today I want to dig into how this may be showing up in your life, the most common causes and what you can do to help you go from feeling broke to actually seeing that you may not be broke, okay? And honestly, the reason why I'm saying feeling broke is that there are some people that may feel broke and the actual number, the objective part is like they actually do not have, right? And that is a little bit different from what I'm talking about today. But the ones I'm talking about today are those that like, maybe you don't even know, and I'll tell you why you don't know, but you're just like, I just never feel like I have. I don't feel like I have enough. I may have moments of like thinking I do. However, most of the time there's a sense of lack. There's a sense of scarcity. There's a sense of I'm going to run out, right? And it's affecting your life, meaning that you're worrying. You're not able to make choices about your future the way that you could make choices about your future. And I cannot tell you how many people that I've had the honor and privilege of coaching through this. And the beauty of going from feeling broke to seeing that you're not is that your choices that you make in life may change. Like you may choose to work differently. You may choose to take a sabbatical. You may choose to follow other passions that you have in life. You may just practice medicine with an extra pep in your, like a little pep in your step because you're like, oh, I'm good. You know, like I don't have to worry about whatever, whatever. I can take care of my patients. I can focus. I can serve the way that I want to. So this is really, really important, guys, because when people are feeling broke, they are not going to be as well as they could be. There is higher amount of stress. There is more worry. There is a tendency to overwork and grind harder, right? And honestly, that's something that I know most of you guys have been trying to get away from in 2023. And I know for sure that in 2024, it's probably something that you're trying to do away with. So this episode is going to be super duper important and helpful for you. And by the way, if you listen to this and it helps, I want you to think about two physicians that you know that would benefit from this information because the reason why I'm sharing all this information with you guys is so that it can help you, can serve you, you can live life and practice medicine on your terms, you can start to feel wealthy and actually, you know, leave your life out as a wealthy person that's here to to create impact in the world. But it's also because I want us to create this domino of change where we can empower our friends, we can empower our community, right? I tell you guys all the time, 
some of the people that are listening on this podcast are my friends. Some of the women that are inside of my money school are my friends. Like some of the women that I've helped that are, you know, in my world that I'm serving in this way are my friends, right? Because I truly believe that it's just a better world when we and our communities are equipped, when we and our community and our families are empowered and, you know, we just get to have more fun. It's like one of our friends, we went to Disneyland last year. We did like a VIP thing at Disneyland. It was so much fun. It was like more fun than even if I had gone, we had gone by ourselves. So I want y'all to be able to take fancy vacation if you want with your friends without worrying about whether it's going to be of economic or financial stress to them so share with your friends text them share it on your facebook on your social media and tag me linkedin instagram facebook i'm there threads tag me so i can give you a shout out okay so now let's talk about three of the most common causes there are other ones but these are the most common ones that i see over and over and over again and the beauty about knowing what the cost is is that when you do then you now have your assessment and now you can have your plan of like, how do you move past this awareness and knowledge and now going to actually creating change? But if you don't even know what the cost is, how are you supposed to change anything, right? So the number one cause that I see in women physicians is lack of financial intimacy. And no, I did not say literacy. I said intimacy. So what do I mean by intimacy? Think about, let's just get out of money and wealth for a second and just think about life, like intimacy with a friend, with a partner, significant other, intimacy with your coworkers, like whatever. Like the sense of intimacy is that sense of bringing something that may be far away from you to closer to you so that you can get to know them or it. You can get to know that person or that thing, whether it's an, you know a pet or a cat or whatever. Like you get to know that thing more. You get to get a sense for you know, you're when you're in their presence, you're not feeling stressed by their presence. Their presence gives you peace. Their presence gives you like you can be yourself with them. And there is a power play in that because when you have the right intimacy, you know that there's no judgment. You know that there's no shame. You know that what is is what is. <laughs> you know, I'm going. This is gonna sound funny to y'all, but I was literally, you know, my. This five-year-old was in the bath, bathtub, and like she literally farted. <laughs> the fact that she can fart in front of her mama tells you something about the level of intimacy. So there's just that level of no judgment presence, right, that you can have about you and someone that you have a good intimacy or intimate relationship is with. So the same happens in your finances. And what I find is that so many people are so afraid of their own judgment of themselves of what they're going to see in their finances, that there is a lack of intimacy. There is a lack of intimacy. They don't know what they have. And that may be you. And if it's you, don't worry, you're not alone. I see this over and over again. I was one of those people seven years ago. It's literally where I've come from, from having zero intimacy to not being in a place where I know my money pretty well, right? I have that intimate relationship with it. I don't, it doesn't run my life, right? But we respect each other and everybody has their, has their place. And what happens is when you don't have that intimacy, you don't know what's happening with your money, right? And what could the effect would be, number one, is you're stressing when you may not need to be stressing. You're not coming up with a plan of how you're going to get to the next level, whatever the next level is. And in fact, what I've seen in people is sometimes people are trying different ways of trying to have money and fix a problem that may not even exist when the problem is intimacy. So 
the way that that has shown up in some people that have had the pleasure of coaching is you may be someone that's like taking a bunch of courses. You're like, okay, I'm stressed. I'm broke. I'm going to take this real estate course. I'm going to take that other course. I'm going to take this other course. And now you have all those courses. I'm going to learn this new tool. I'm going to learn this new skill. And all of that is just around you and now becoming evidence for the fact that you lack, but you're now not learning and not integrating what you're learning and not using it. And for those people, I will talk about like the solution um, in a little bit, but the key is to understand that there is, this is something that getting that level of intimacy with your finance is going to be like your one thing, your primary thing, because when you get that thing right, then everything else is going to fall into place. You're not going to be wasting money, taking things that you don't need. You're not going to be wasting money, spending time and energy and resources and attention on things that are not actually useful for you. And that's one of the reasons why sometimes when I coach people and, you know, I tell them that, listen, guys, money is not like what we do inside of our money school, for example, it's not a course. It's honestly like a life integration, life experience, life changing, like whatever you want to call it, because what it does, it helps you do everything else better, more efficiently and without wasting more resources. Right. So like, you know, they're telling people like, but I have all those courses that I've not completed. But the reason why you haven't executed what they've taught you or what they're trying to teach you is because of the lack of financial intimacy. And if you don't have this intimacy, listen, you just got to you just got to fix it. Right. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. So number one is the lack of financial intimacy. Number two is something that we all as humans do, which is comparing ourselves or comparing yourself with other people. Right. There is nobody in this world that doesn't ever compare themselves. What happens or what the difference is, what happens next after that judgment, after that initial space of like, OK, comparing yourself to what you think someone else has or what your opinion or what your thoughts about them is based on what you the stories you've told yourself about them right maybe someone comes to you and they're like well i have like four real estate doors or i have like 20 real estate doors and you suddenly assume that that means that they must have a lot of money while you suck relative to them and trust me i know a lot of people's backstories there is almost always more to the story and what you see is not always all of it right so judging yourself and comparing yourself your own back end and full story to someone's very very limited story is actually not helpful but that can be a reason why people can struggle and feel broke even when they're not broke is because they're comparing themselves to either someone physical that they know or an idealism that they have where they're not even like being concrete about what they're comparing themselves as so like comparing myself to what I think I should have, where I think I should be. And most times when I ask people where they think they should be, they don't have a answer to it. So it's just thoughts, right? Thoughts about other people, thoughts about yourself. And guys, I don't care like I mean, I don't care how much of the journey and how much work you've done. If you continue to compare yourself in a negative way to someone that's at the top of the mountain, you're always going to think that you haven't done anything relative to them. So again, I'm going to talk about the solution for that. So as you're listening, though, I want you to start asking yourself, like, which one of this is the one that is that is like, oh, yeah, huge. Yeah, she <laughs> she read me like which one of it and zero judgment here. The reason why I'm having this conversation is so that we can again awareness, then we can do something about it objective assessment plan, right? You all were physicians where we know how the stuff works. And then the third part is the third reason, potential reason if you're someone that you've had a history of actual lack or insecurity 
of fear of security, right? Financial security. Maybe you lived in a family where your parents also had their own limiting beliefs, whether that was an actual fact or that was just a thought that they had that we don't have, we don't have. And now you've embraced that. You know, maybe you actually had seasons of not having in your family. And so there's a part of you that's afraid and you haven't, you know, you've you've maybe done a lot of work already in making sure that objectively you don't get broke. But now that feeling is still lagging behind. And what I'd like to tell people is that there are certain things that may help us in one season but may not be helpful for us in another season. So maybe you're feeling broke or having thoughts that you're broke actually helped you get your finances in order, helped you not spend like YOLO in every part of your life with every single penny that you had. Maybe it helped you invest. Maybe it helped you learn new skill set. But now it is actually maybe hurting you more than it's helping you. It's making you not sleep well at night. It's not making you enjoy the fruit of the labor that you've done. It's not making you enjoy your relationships. It's making you hustle and grind harder when you should be resting. And if you've listened to my episodes in the past, you know that I'm a big fan of that, getting to that place of feeling like you have enough, regardless of where that is. And when you feel like you have enough, when you have that feeling of I'm good, doesn't mean that you cannot choose to have more. But I actually believe that when we're in that place of enough, then we will be able to see more clearly what is ahead of us and be able to take actions and steps to actually grow healthier <laughs> or even like more wealthy, but in a healthier way that when we're coming from a place of lack, 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 I'm feeling broke, I'm feeling broke, I'm feeling broke. Okay. So again, those are the three most common reasons that I've seen. Uh, there are other ones, but the lack of financial intimacy, comparing yourself to someone else or a version of you that you've made up in your mind that may not be like, like heads in the cloud, not even concrete, right? And then the third part is maybe you've had history of insecurity before. And so that is still playing out because your brain and your nervous system still doesn't get the fact that that is the past. You're no longer there. Does that make sense? So those are the three. And then the question now becomes like, if this is you, what do you do? How do you move past this? How do you grow past this? How do you stop that feeling of broke? Because most times when people tell me about this, they don't like it. And, you know, I'm sharing some other things here with you guys, but the work that this requires, you know, does take some integration, does take some space. And this is part of what we do inside of our money school. It's part of why, you know, we have people that join our program, our our school that maybe they already have like multiple six figure, maybe they have seven figures. However, they're not getting to that place of being able to create the wealthy life they want, the seven figure life they want, because your brain is just saying like, you broke, you broke, right? Like be uh, is a squirrel, like be a squirrel and just like hide it all, hide it all, hide it all. And that's making them not have the life that they want. That's not making them pursue the other things that they're meant to pursue here. And so if that is you, it would be a pleasure to help you. We're going to be, you know, send me a message. Actually, just go ahead and send me an email. Um, send an email to my team. It's concierge at moneyfitmd.com. Let us know that you're interested in getting on a consultation call with us and we'll get schedule a call with you and see how we can help you get to the place that you want to get to. Okay. But I want to share some thoughts here with you guys so that you can start working on this even before you come join us if that's what you want to do. So if you're someone that like you listen and the main thing that you that stood out to you is the lack of financial intimacy, then that's something that you're going to need to work on. And the way that you work on that is by spending time with that. And there's no right or wrong. There's no magical formula of how much time you need to spend with your finances. It's just increasing 
like look how what you're doing right now and see and increase the amount of time that you spend and not just like looking at the number in a judgmental way but just like letting it sink in to like letting it like marinate <laughs> let it sink in like okay I do have multiple six figures. I do have seven figures. Like, what does this actually mean? Like, what are the numbers? Like, what are the numerical goals that I'm trying to accomplish? Like, get things to be concrete. And then when you get things to be concrete, now spend time with it until you feel like that deep breath. You know how you, like, hug someone that's, like, stressed? And, you know, if you keep hugging them for a while, suddenly they're going to, like, just, like, breathe at some point? Yeah, that is exactly the kind of, like, breath that you're looking for and you get that by spending more time and creating more intimacy and when I say time it's not like logging in judging yourself or logging in for hours and hours no it could literally be like 20 minutes a week just like look at what you're doing right now and see how can you increase that how can you increase it by say you know 20 percent how can you increase it by say 30 percent if you're someone that looks at your finances once a year how can you look at it maybe once a month like just increase that level of intimacy and make sure that you start to actually feel that relief that i just talked to you guys about that's when like your nervous system is like okay we're gonna breathe and you're gonna be okay let's give each other a hug right so that's number one the number two point is you know start like when, if you're finding that comparison is the main thing that is your own identifying factor that you identified within this podcast, then I want you to start changing how you see those people that you're comparing yourself with, right? Because ultimately, many times that's from a place of lack. It's thinking like there can only be one person to do the things that they want to do. And ultimately, what I would what I would encourage you to start doing is thinking about them as an inspiration. Think of them as evidence of what's possible. If they can do that, that means maybe it's possible for you too. But also part of it is getting away from this finite mindset to this more of like an infinite mindset is what, um, you know, I forget the name of this, this infinite mindset. I forget the name of this, the book. It's something about, I don't, anyways, I don't remember the name of the book I'm thinking about, but it talks about like finite mindset versus like thinking more like the infinite mindset. And part of this is starting to see them as part of like the greater good, right? How does them doing what they're doing actually impact like the community at large? How does this advance human race? Maybe you're someone that you're like a coach and you're thinking, oh my goodness, like having a coach is like overcrowded, but like, how can you see that having other coaches is helping more women physicians, right? And there's so much burnout still that we need y'all. Like we don't have enough GI docs. We don't have enough primary care doctors, right? And so how can you now start to see those people as inspiration? And how can you start to step back and go from having more of a finite mindset to an infinite mindset? What you start to see that having them exist is actually for the greater good. I'm going to give you all a little bonus and I'll try something that I've done in the past. If there's someone that like you're finding yourself fixed to, you know, y'all know that I'm, you know, I'm, well, maybe you don't know. I'm a Christian. I'm a person of prayer, um, person of faith. I don't know what your faith is or you may not have one, but actually praying for that person is a way that I actually do. I pray that they will be successful. I pray that they will do well. I pray that, you know, they will, they will be well. I pray that they will continue to be an example of what's possible. Right. And that's another way of like helping me you know, repair or improve my relationship with them as well. So that's another sort of like bonus for you if you're someone that like prays and has practices of like blessing others. That's something that you can do. And then the third part is there are times when you just need to do the work of actually changing your thoughts, right? And I know that that's not something I'm going to go into details right now, but inside of our money school, we teach the 
how to use what is called like the module that I learned from Brooke Castillo, which is a well-known module that she did not create, but she packaged well. She's Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School. That's where I got certified. And she has a module that she teaches on how to change your thoughts. I use something similar inside of our money school to teach my women physicians how to literally do whatever they want to do when it comes to money. And, you know, and it's talking about how you can change your thoughts and how your thoughts do affect your feelings. Your feelings affect your action and your action can create your results. And so how do we change your thoughts about whatever aspect of this that we've talked about so far, whether that's like the comparison, whether that's like the insecurity, right? And understanding that when you have a thought, many times we create stories around that thought and the stories are now what now affects us and impacts what we do or not do. So if you can change your thought, if you can change the story that you're telling yourself about, there's only one space for one person. We can never all be successful. There's going to be no more human to help in human race, right? Whatever it is, right? There's going to be no more patience to help and all those other sources of scarcity and lack that you may be experiencing this is something that may be helpful for you. And actually, I'm recording this right now in the month of November. What I'm, what we're going to be doing for the next couple of weeks inside of the money school is that as we go into towards the end of the year and going towards 2024, you know, my women are going to be, we're going to be talking about the goals and things that they want to see in their life and creating their own wealthy life for 2024. And so reinforcing and reteaching and relearning how they can use this coaching skills for themselves to empower them to be able to do this at home at work, wherever they need it, is something that's going to be super duper empowering. So the first month of December, first week in December, our money school is actually going to be open. And so those of you guys that are going to be joining us for your year-long education and coaching and community inside our money school, that is something that you're going to be able to partake in where you can really learn to integrate this stuff because it literally will change your life when you apply this to wealth building the way that I teach it. So I hope this has been helpful for you guys. Again, this is something that I've seen come up. Big shout out to Dr. K that reached out and said, can you talk about this? This feeling broke even when objectively there is no absolute evidence of that. So has this been helpful? I hope so. So I love you guys. I want you to just make sure that you ask yourself which one of this applies most to me and which one of the solutions that I talk about are you going to be going ahead and executing? And again, if you want to learn how you can join us at the in-person gathering that we're doing in 2024, please go to that website, check it out, moneyfeedmd forward slash WYC. You can send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, Early Bird, we still have a couple more tickets at the time of this recording. Please, please, if you're a woman physician that you know that this is what you want, I want us to do what we can to help you get in that room. There's CME available as well. So that's something that I know will be helpful for many of you guys. And for those that have businesses, it's the end of the year. Maybe you want to do your business expenses. That's something that I do at the end of the year where I'm like, okay, what do I need for 2024 that I can get the expenses right now? So most of my coaching stuff, I pay for at the end of the year. So it goes on my taxes for this year. And it's my way of prepping myself and positioning myself for success next year. So the retreat is an option for you. The money school is an option for you. And if you want to do both, like many of our women physicians are, it would be even amazing. It's like so, so good. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And don't forget to share this with other people that need it and talk to you later. Bye-bye.
If you have loved this episode, I would love it if you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps us get this content to more women physicians. This is a money revolution, and I'm so glad that you're part of it. Thank you for listening.